Swift.com. Welcome to the Brian P. Swift All Things Inspirational Show. Brian is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and success coach. Are you ready to move your vision forward and be inspired every Wednesday a little afternoon? Here is your host, Brian P. Swift. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. Quadfather, all things inspirational show. I know it's a little rainy out there, but to in each life, a little rain must fall. It helps things grow, and hopefully it'll help, help us grow. Our guest is already on air, ready to be interviewed. She's amazing. But first, as you well know, I start out with a little quote. And this quote, I'm, I'm changing up from the one I, I wanted to do because in, in applauding the nurses out there that are working so hard and what they do, uh, I saw this on uh Instagram, and, and I've got to go with this. This was a quote from a, a hardworking, very young, and her teens nurse that gets it. And uh, this one goes out to you, Ashley Kruger. Thank you for this inspiration. So you are not supposed to be happy in life all the time. Life hurts, and it's hard. Not because you're doing it wrong, but because it hurts for everybody. Don't avoid the pain. You need it. It's meant for you. Be still with it. Let it come, let it go, let it leave you with the fuel you'll burn to get your work done on this earth. Great quote, absolutely love it, 100% true. Nobody said it was going to be easy. And in saying that, the guest I have on today is Lynn Lionhood. She is uh, an amazing woman that has uh, recently donated, I shouldn't say recently, has donated a lot of her time to others Um just selflessly out there networking. I met her in a networking group. She's a motivator. Uh, she teaches entrepreneurs. She's been through struggles that I would wish on nobody, uh, but has come through them with an unbelievable attitude of spirit, of optimism. And so I hope you enjoy our guest. Lynn, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brian. I really appreciate the opportunity. So we met, and I, I explained a little bit about your background, but we really met by happenstance. I, I don't know. I'm not sure who introduced me to your group, but you run a part of what you do is you run a networking group, correct? Correct. And what it, it, without, without re-bringing up t- too many tough times, what inspired you, because I, I believe this is the crux of your passion, or at least a big part of it, what inspired you to do something that, one, you're, you're amazing at, and two, you do uh, with the benefit to everybody, but possibly yourself, and you, you do it with, with, with such vigor and, and in such an awesome way of bringing people together that could possibly help each other. I thank you very much, Brian. And you know, I think that this all came about as a result of an accident that my husband was involved in. It was an accident that happened to him while he was working, and it was a career-ending accident for him, one that they did not expect him to survive. 
they had told me there was 0% chance that he would survive. And I remember praying so very, very hard that if God spared him, I would spend the rest of my life every single day doing something for someone that I was not related to and I was not physically connected to financially. And that began my journey of working and learning about networking and seeing things that just didn't seem to make any sense to me. And rather than be a complainer, I thought, why don't you just build the networking the way you think it should be? And it's been very, very successful. Well, I, I, I've not met a person yet that isn't just overwhelmingly thankful that you put this group together, that you host it, that you monitor it, that you're teaching entrepreneurs how to network and grow their businesses. And I mean, none of us, I shouldn't say none of us do, but we're all different and, and our, what we're all pursuing for the most part is different. So you're working with businesses from A to Z, but the thing we all have and seem to have in common is we're passionate about what we do and we're passionate about helping others. Absolutely. I see that in each and every one of you. And I look at you guys, like when I walk out my door, it's like a treasure hunt every day. If I can find people like you, you all become a part of my project without even knowing that you are becoming a part of my project. Because if I'm going to help someone every day of my life, that's a lot of people. And I had a a second incident, which I won't go into with my daughter, that was life-threatening also, which meant I doubled up the number of people that I was helping. So when I go out and I see Brian Swift and I want to find out everything that I can about Brian Swift, because in order for me to be able to really help you, I have to know you. I have right. to know why you're doing what you're doing. I have to know what, what could I do to help you in your business. And then I'm going to ask you to fix it. You become in my human Rolodex in my head. And I begin to, this. It's, I, I tell people, it's like my eyes roll back in my head and the Rolodex start flipping through. And I immediately know that if I were you in your business, where I need to go and who I would need to meet in order to be successful. And that's the beauty of what I get to do. I get well, to put all those puzzle pieces together. That's amazing. And I mean, the, the, the whole amazing thing is this came out of a, a catastrophic injury. Uh, not just to, to your husband, because what affects our loved ones affects us and you directly and your kids directly, and I'm sure other family and friends. So you took this horrifying, catastrophic injury that a lot of times destroys families and friends, and you made a promise, and we've all done that, I think. You know, we've all, some point in our life, as we've gotten older, kind of had that chat with with God and said, if you do this, I will. And... I would have to say most of us fail in the I have tos. I think we all kind of like, you know, New Year's resolutions. We start out strong. We, we you know, commit, and then we start to slide away. You committed to this years ago. How many years ago did you commit to this? Um, over 30 years ago. And the really beautiful part of it is people who meet me think this is my business. And this is not my business. I, I'm not here to make money off of the networking at all. No, you don't. You don't charge for it. You don't. You don't no, ask a thing I, out no. of it. No, this is what I do to fulfill my promise to God, because He gave me the best blessing He could have given me when He saved my daughter and He saved my husband. 
And and I meant my, I meant what I made that promise to him that day and kept it. But no, people often say to me, "Well, this is your job, right?" No, it's not my job. This is what I do because I love it. No, and and I realize that. I mean, thirty years—that's an unbelievable commitment to do something so selflessly. And this, I, I guess, the, the people. What I want people to take away from this is, you can do whatever you set your mind to doing. Like this was not in your plans. Your husband getting injured wasn't no. in your plans. Your daughter be going through a catastrophic illness is not in your plans. But yet you didn't let it jade you. You didn't let it discourage you. At least for any length of time, you dealt with no. it. And you came out the other side by your sure passion and will. And I was shy and quiet before this. I wouldn't have approached a stranger for anything. But this has just really changed me, and it's changed me so much for the good. And when I see people struggling, I just know that I can put my arm around them and I can fix things. If they're just willing to learn, I'm willing to show them the way. And all I ask is that they just give a little effort, and that's it. Well, and that's, I know that's one of the things we both have in common. Um, I, I have, feel I've been blessed in my life, uh, it, despite still being in a wheelchair after 40 years, being a C5, C6 quadriplegic. And, and I, but yet I feel, and the first thing people will hear me say is I, I've been blessed. Um, I, I've lived an awesome life. I'm not done doing it because I, like you, uh, have a strong passion for living. I have a strong passion for helping others. I have a strong passion in my faith and those three things together along with, I think you surround yourself with very like-minded people. And I believe that is extremely important. So if you're out there and you're trying to make your way and you're trying to be successful, I think one of the things you need to do is surround yourself with very like-minded people, people that have optimism, passion. You definitely, I would not describe you as shy. So you came out of your (laughs) shell because I watch you lead these groups and you're in charge. I did. I did. You know, Brian, I will say that having met you, I didn't know what to expect. I never know what to expect. You guys all arrived like little packages dropped from heaven. And I open you up and I, I know each person to me like a book. You know, they're all totally different. And when I began to talk to you the first time, I mean, there were like little angels came out because the story that you told about yourself was so inspiring, and I kept thinking, this guy needs to be in front of so many people. There's so many people whining about little tiny things and making a big deal about it. They need to know what it's like to overcome large obstacles and be as positive as you are. And you never feel sorry for yourself. You always see an opportunity, and you take that opportunity and run with it. And you have all these people who whine about little tiny things. Get a life. Uh, well, so th- I, I, I'm blessed you're here. Thank you for your kind words. And you know what? That is something that it, you're not born with. I mean, you, I have to work at that. And that doesn't mean right. I don't have bad days, down days. But one of the things I learned long time ago um, was you don't have a bad month in life. You might have bad things happen during that month, but you don't have a bad year. You don't have a bad month. You don't have a bad week. You stop it somewhere and you right. don't let a bad situation turn into a bad day or a bad week. You know what? You have to deal with it. There's nothing wrong with grieving. There's nothing wrong with being down. There's nothing wrong with just floating in life till you can get that energy under you.
but you just don't let it turn in to a habit. And we have too many people that have allowed things that might have been tough to deal with, probably were turn into a lifestyle. And I've chosen not to because I don't want to wake up every day of my life not looking forward to my feet hitting the ground and me making an impact on somebody in a positive way, much like you. Correct. I, I remember always thinking to myself, and I've been through those really rough, long, long times when everybody goes back to their regular life and you're still left with this really messed up life you have to still find your way through. But I realized that God doesn't make mistakes, knows what he's doing. And at some point you have to realize that you were put in this situation to learn something, figure out what it is you're to learn, and then move forward with your life. And so I often, whenever I have a bad day, and I have them too, Brian, but when I have a bad day, if I get a hold of myself and shake myself and, and say, listen, somewhere somebody's facing losing their loved one today, would they switch places with me in a minute for whatever minor thing I have that's going on? No matter how big my thing looks, their thing is much worse today. So I have no right to whine. I need to pick myself back up and keep moving. No, I agree. And I, I see people that are able-bodied and I'm like, I wouldn't want to, I, if I had a chance to walk and be them, there's no way. I, I, I just don't think I could go through life with their perception and attitude in, in such it. a negative way that I'm, 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 I'm okay. I mean, I've learned how to be happy with where I'm at. And I probably don't make a lot of fans by saying this, but I tell the disability community, you know, life and thriving doesn't start when you walk. That starts when you decide to thrive in life and move forward. If walking comes, that's awesome. But if you're waiting to walk to be happy, if you're waiting to walk to to thrive, you have just put yourself in a really tough position. I hope it happens, but it doesn't. So you're just not, I mean, you run an amazing, amazing networking group. And for the people out there, they could find you, uh, Lynn Lionhood, they could find you on not just Facebook, but where else could they possibly find you? You know, the best place for them to find me is Facebook. It really right. is. And, and so if they would connect with me on Facebook, and I recently got hacked, so I'm going to warn everybody now, there's going to be two Lynn Lionhood profiles out there. There's one that I have a green hat on. Don't go to that one because that's the dead one. The best one is to go to the opposite one. And so I would say that's the very best place to reach me. Or they can email me. They can email me at RHL, which is like really happy Lynn, 6807 at Gmail. And I will definitely hook them up. And it doesn't matter where they are because, you know, again, the pandemic was, was bad in many respects. But we have to look back at the good things that came out of the pandemic. Don't dwell on the bad things. The good things were we, we realized that many of us were pushing our families to the side for work or whatever we, we had going on in our lives. And this made us take a good look at how much we should treasure those times with them and, and how much we love them. And so that was good. But this changed my business in a great way because I was used to going out to an event and being there in person and hugging these people and shaking their hands and physically making introductions. And all of a sudden that was gone. And I had a choice. I could roll over and play dead or I could figure out a way that I could recreate this to make it work. And I'm not a techie person. So for me to have to learn Zoom was tough. But you know what? The whole world got thrown into learning Zoom at the same time. So we all learned it together. 
And then I didn't want it to be, I mean, here I was, a person who liked to physically interact with people, and now I'm looking at flat pictures on a screen. How was I going to make that work? I mean, I was used to having a networking group where at the end of it, we would dice and won prizes. Couldn't do that on Zoom. Right. So things had to change. I'm very hard on myself. After every meeting, no matter how good it is, I usually sit down and analyze it myself and say, how could I make it better for those who attend? Not for me, but for those who are attending. You're giving me your precious time, and I want your return on your investment to be very big. And so that began a, a, a real change in the way I looked at things. And I think I keep honing it better and better for everybody. Well, your your biggest challenge, as far as I could see right now, is you have so many people that that benefit from being a part of this networking group. It, it, your biggest problem is h- how to keep it under two hours or an hour and a half or whatnot, because you you give so you give everybody a little chance to give them not a thirty second elevator pitch, but a couple minute elevator pitch and we all know a couple minutes turns into three, four five for some people. And I think you do a great job of trying to limit, but you also are so, uh, so gracious and letting people go on. Um, but that is, that's a kind of a high class problem to have. In fact, I will tell you too, that the advantages of some of this is, of course, I had been in Illinois for years and years and years, so I have a big established base there, and everyone knew what I did and how I connected people. I was really known for that. So when I made a move across country to Connecticut, now what was I going to do? I'm in another community where I know no one, and I had to think outside the box to try to figure that one out, but I did. And now my events, events include people I mean, all across the United States. There are people from Hawaii, from Idaho, from Missouri, from Texas, from everywhere. I have lots of people from Canada that join us, a lot of people from the U.K. We've had Sweden. We've had Turkey. So we're including people from everywhere. Now, some people's businesses will only geographically have to be in a specific area. Sure. Well, there's local people that they can, that they can use there. But for people that can grow big, Sitting in your home and hoping that you're going to meet somebody from Sweden who's going to walk by today and be a part of your business might not be happening. But I can make that happen. And it's not just the people that attend. Because I'm teaching everybody the right way to network so that when I'm dead and gone, they will all know how to be little me lens and be able to do exactly what I'm doing. I want them to be the best set of influence that any of their family and friends and business associates know so that they become valuable. So when I introduce you, Brent, or, or, or Brian, to Joe, you're not just meeting Joe. You truly and honestly are going to meet everyone Joe knows because I'm going right. to show Joe how to really open that door and connect you. Well, as I told you the other day, you've you've definitely made my life complicated because I have <laughs> so many people that want to meet and have a Zoom, and, and it's almost overwhelming because what you say you're going to do, you make happen. And... It is wonderful, and it, it, it just makes life a little complicated, but you gave me a great tip the other day, and, you know, instead of doing one-on-ones, do, you know, four people on a Zoom and, Correct. you know, make it, a, a, you know, a little more inclusive with some other people where, you know, I don't have to take, you know, 45 minutes or an hour with just one person. Maybe right. we all take a little bit of time together. So I'm going to implement that. But that being said, Lynn, this is not what you could pay. You, one, you, you don't charge people to be in it. Two, you don't, this doesn't help you in any way, shape, or form. 
It, it would think, you know, I shouldn't say that. You get to meet amazing people. I hope it affects you. But your full-time job is what? It's legal shield and ID shield. So I help people in a different way. And I help individuals. I help families. I help small businesses who are just getting beat up by everybody for everything. Those poor people are just trying to make ends meet and stay right now profitable in, a, in an economy that has changed so drastically during the pandemic. And even now that the pandemic is over, with all the increases in cost of food and gas and all the other things that affect their business, they're struggling to, to stay alive. And so the cost of getting good legal advice, because sometimes a mistake that's made can cost them their business. Sometimes it's a problem with a client or an employee. Any of those things could literally, let's use a simple thing, like the misclassification of employees. If they misclassify an employee and list them as a 1099 and they're not, they could be audited and it could cost them their business. And many times, yeah. because they can't afford that advice from an attorney, they get their advice from the business down the street that's their friend or from Uncle Joe who lives in his mother's basement or a brother or sister who doesn't know, or they guess. And it's not their fault. They just can't afford to go get the right advice. But Legal Shield makes it affordable so they can get that advice. I mean, it is so ridiculously affordable. You must call me and find out price. But that feels good when I can have someone come back to me and say, Lynn, you have no idea how I've benefited from this. And secondarily, a lot of employers are having problems giving benefits to their employees. Benefits. Are you kidding me? They're trying to right. keep the door open. But I can show them how they can offer benefits that will cost the employer nothing. And I know they think there's a catch. Wait till they find out there isn't one. I mean, it really awesome. is affordable. So I love being able to help people in that way also. Well, I've heard some of the stories on how some of your clients have benefited from Legal Shield. I've heard it. Um, I forget uh, uh, who is the who is the spokesperson. Um, oh, Gene Kuhn? The, yeah, the football player used to, I think, talk about Legal Shield. Um, oh, you're talking about Fran Tarkington. Fran Tarkington, thank you. And, yes. and, and and I remember hearing it years ago, but I really never understood it until a month or two ago till we met. And I would say more important and more relevant than ever, your your, your service and product is at the peak of where entrepreneurship is busting. Every, at busting through the seams, everybody is looking to be an almost everybody to be an entrepreneur. Everybody's looking for that side gig. Everybody's looking to do their own thing to create maybe a, a, a better life, uh, more opportunity, more time, more flexibility. And I would say you you're more relevant now than ever with what's going on. You know, a funny little story about Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton had a thing that he was doing with our company called Breakfast with Fran. And he encouraged people to have a breakfast event, and, and, and he inspired people on how to do it. And usually it was 7, 8, 10, 12 people was a big breakfast. And I looked at what he was doing, and I found ways to improve it. And I turned it into a lunch event which became bigger and bigger, as you now know. 
And at one point, I had 100 people showing up for lunch. Wow. And Fran Tarkenton heard about this, and I got a phone call saying, Fran would like to be your speaker. And I said, well, well he can't be. I've, I already have my speakers all planned out for the whole year. They said, we're talking about Fran Tarkenton. I said, yeah, I know, but I have my speakers all planned out the whole year. And they said, well, we have to find a way to get Fran in as a speaker. I said, all right, I'll talk to all my people, and I'll move them all back two weeks, and I'll bring Fran in as my speaker. So I think I have the honor of being the only person that has ever had Fran Tarkin be their guest speaker for their event. But I kind of sabotaged it a little bit. I did tell all of my guests in advance. There would be nobody wearing purple because that's the <laughs> that's the color of the Minnesota Vikings. I get it. Everybody had to wear something that was a Bears item, a Chicago Bears item, and it was and it was a wonderfully fun event. But awesome. he was my guest. I can't believe I can't believe you might be the only person to turn down Fran Tarkington. I mean, he's pretty much whether you're a Bears fan or not, he's a household name. He did send me a wonderful football autograph thanking me for being able to do that. But, it, but you know, it was all about what I could do to make all the people that were attending happy. And, and they, of course, they loved it. It was jam-packed. It was a good event. Awesome. So how event. can people get a hold of you if they have questions? Well, they can either email me. Like I said, they can email me at rhl, really happy Lynn, 6807 at gmail.com. Or they can connect with me on Facebook. I would love to do that because that's the quickest way I can get them in that they can participate in some events and I can put them in my human Rolodex. Or they can even call me. I have no problem with that. My cell phone number is 630-697-6889. Wow. Well, nobody has an excuse now, Lynn. Uh, And I've got to say, as busy, busy as I am, that spending time in your networking group has definitely been of value to me, not just from a business sense, but I have gained new friends like yourself. And I don't think anybody could ever have too many new friends. And I have gained support through you and numerous people that I've met. So it does create an awesome opportunity. Uh, What you do is amazing. And the fact that you've been doing it as long as you have uh, based on a promise that we're all, I, I, not to speak for everybody, but we've all made those promises um, and unfortunately strayed, but you have not strayed. Uh, and actually, I, you know, this group is a group that probably could be split up 10 times and still be overwhelmed with the amount of people that want to participate in it. So kudos to you. I, I, I love what you do. I think that if you're out there and you're looking to be, more successful in your entrepreneurial uh, desires and chase, I would say contact Lynn. I think it is a a worthy thing to do and uh, see what Lynn has to offer. She has great format, great tips, great people that do a variety of things, as I said, from A to Z. So that is absolutely awesome. Uh, what you do Brian, is- do we have just a couple of minutes? Could I give you just a couple of tips that people could take away from this that might be able to help them with their networking? 100%. Go ahead. Hit it. Beautiful. First thing I want them to understand is if they are not networking properly, their competition thanks them. That'll hurt them every day. So 
So I want them to understand there are some misconceptions about networking that I think a lot of people do, and they think it's the right thing to do, and trust me, it's not. Whether they're networking in person or online, it's it's horrible. So I want them to put this on the list of do not do these few things. Never begin and end every sentence with their company. There are people who... Let's take Legal Shield for example. They would start it off by saying, "Do you know Legal Shield can do this?" And then blah blah blah, and then we'll end with Legal Shield, or they will answer every question that they're that they're asked with an answer that contains the name of their company. People will want to avoid you if you do that. Sure. I've often said that there's a goofball in every crowd, and in the beginning, I felt like there was Velcro on my rear end, and the goofball was always attaching themselves <laughs> to me. And well, so I said, I had to find a way to make sure you're not the goofball. And that that will brand you as the goofball right away. You're one of those people who runs around giving everybody a business card. Don't do that. So a couple of things I would tell them that they should be doing, always be on time. Come a little early. That doesn't right. hurt. Pay attention. Bring a pencil and paper. Take notes on every person that talks. Don't discount anyone that's in the group. Do not you, you pay attention to everybody. You don't know that the person you're not paying attention to isn't the lead to the best new customer you ever had. Let there be no distractions, especially when you're on Zoom. I know it's easy to have little kids and dogs and everybody else around. Put yourself in a closet and shut the doors. Be on camera. Nothing more distracting than to go to a networking group and see somebody's name and they didn't even have the right. take the time to comb their hair and be on camera. Be on camera. You, you're not there in person anymore, but you still want to make eye contact with that person. And don't be on the phone visibly when you're on a Zoom meeting. Block the phone. Put it in a closet. Put it somewhere else. Don't let the phone calls distract you. Be consistent. Understand that if you show up once and never show up again, why would I introduce you to the people I've known for 20 years? Not going to do it. Be consistent. Be positive. Don't be a whiner. Maintain your integrity. That's very important. Your integrity is all you have right now. Take notes again. Like I said, ask questions if there's things you don't understand. Your 30-second commercials. Now, this is going to go against the grain. There's going to be a lot of people upset about what I'm going to say, but I'm going to tell you honestly. When you, when you think about it, if you go to a networking group and there's 10 people there and each person says the same thing every single time you go, you know what happens when the first person starts to talk? You're thinking about, well, what, do I, what am I going to take Johnny to practice tonight? What am I going to eat for dinner? You're not listening anymore. And that's not the purpose of that 30-second commercial. So take your 30-second commercial, throw it out the window. Take that 30 seconds and tell people how you've helped someone with your product or service. Give them a short little tip about your business. It's supposed to be the coming attraction that makes them want to have a conversation with you. You couldn't possibly do justice to your company in 30 seconds anyway. So just be the hook that makes them want to contact you. Um, Again, follow up. In order to build a relationship, you know, if you were dating and you dated someone once and you never dated them again, you certainly couldn't expect you'd ever marry that person. Follow up. Don't think that you're only there to sell somebody something. That's the wrong way to, to go into things. Follow up, follow up, follow up. That will get you extra meetings and relationships very, very quick. Remember to give. 
Don't be thinking about what you can always get. Give something first. Make serious introductions for people. Start building your human Rolodex. Once you've given, I promise you, it's such a great feeling, and, and then people will give back to you. Tell people thank you when they make introductions for you, or send a little quick little note thanking them for that. Remember, there are no mistakes in life. There's only opportunities to learn. So if you screw something up today, just learn by it. It isn't a mistake. It was meant to happen so that you would learn not to do that the next time. Awesome. So I hope those little tips might be able to help people to be a Lynn, little they're better. they're fantastic in tips. They're, they, they work. They're true. And I want to thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, more importantly, for your friendship and sharing your wisdom. I, I look forward to our next get-together. Uh, and hey! Bring me back and let me talk about something else again. I love this, Brian. <laughs> I know I know you do. And you know what? I tell people, please write me, contact me. What what topics do the people want to hear about? Um, because it's an inspiring story. With We haven't even gotten to the inspiring ending because we're not even close to that yet. But I appreciate it. And we will have you back on as a guest. For now, I got to get to my amazing... Uh, and I say uh, amazing supporters, uh, I owe them uh, a, a bunch of gratitude for their supporting me and believing in me in this show. So, Lynn, you go have a great day. Stay dry, stay warm, enjoy the sun if the sun's out by you. And we will connect down the road, uh, probably later tonight or tomorrow. So you have a great one. Thanks for your amazing wisdom and tips. Thank you, Brian. May you be a friend for life. Take care. And now a word from our fantastic sponsor. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed Lynn Lionhood, a phenomenal person. I hope you heard the passion in her voice because it's amazing. So I know we had her on earlier than we might have. So I hope you had a chance to to listen to her from beginning to end. So in, move, in moving the show along, I, I do like, as you well know, I love quotes. So I'm going to start this end of the show with some with a quote and then to a little a little story of, of learning. But the quote, the quote starts like this, setbacks are part of life, right? We all have them. We're all going to get them. It's just a part of life. How we respond is what makes us different. That's the big difference is how we respond. Life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. So you've heard that quote. It's nothing new. And trust me, you do have to train yourself to respond the best way, not the best way that you can, the best way to keep yourself from sliding backwards. That is not easy. It is challenging. It is something you have to intentionally do. And when I say intentionally, being, I mean be extremely mindful of the things that go on in your life and how you react to them, what you learn from them more importantly. So let me go on to a tale here of uh, the dragon and the treasure, but uh, the moral of the story is what really we, we want to, I want everybody to gleam out of this. So I hope you enjoy it. But, you know, we've all seen those ancient myths and stories of the hero who has to go 
on a long and perilous journey to complete their mission, right? I mean, it's a classic example. We've all seen it. We've all watched that show. You know, the, the, sleep, the sleepless dragon that guards the treasure, you know, the knight in shining armor that guards the, the holy grail or the treasure, the, the fire-breathing dragon that, you know, dares everybody to come steal what he's guarding. The, to get to the gold, you know, the knight in shining armor must go through this guile of forces and perils and defeats to get to get through that beast that's guiding what he has. It just is the way it is. It's that blood, sweat, and tears in modern terms of practicing your craft, practicing your drills, practicing your athletics, practicing the things you need to learn and continually moving forward. What's the moral of that story? Basically, success lies on the other side of effort, which makes suffering a part of the process. Let me say it again because it is not an opinion. It is a fact. Success lies on the other side of effort, which makes suffering part of the process. So what does that mean to you and I? This means rather than avoiding discomfort, the ambitious must pursue it at all costs. Only by butting heads and pushing through such suffering will you ever attain that proverbial gold. It is truly that simple. Show me a man with a hard past, I'll show you a man that's successful. Show me a man with an easy past. And I'll probably show you somebody who's struggling. I didn't make the rules. You have to live with them. I have to live with them. But I guarantee if you go down this path, this path of resiliency, this path of discomfort, that on the other side of that, like you hear on the other side of fear is your success. It is true. It's not my rule. You talk to people who've been successful and you ask them what they gave up what they sacrificed. You are capable of this. Don't ever let anybody tell you you cannot succeed at. And I don't care what that at is because our ats, what we want to all succeed at doing is all different. And it's not for me to tell you what you can win and lose at. And I understand statistics. 40 years ago, I was told I am a statistic. Because I fractured my neck at C5, C6. And this is what you will be able to do. And a book opened up and you were told, based on this, you will be able to do this. So I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your ethnicity is. I don't care where you started. You have inside of you something more than what other people will ever know about. You have to reach down and find it. You've got to be willing to defeat that beast, that dragon, to get to your treasure. And in order to do that, you need to find out your why. What is driving you to your why? Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your wife. Maybe it's to make your parents proud. It doesn't matter what your why is, just like it doesn't matter what other people's why is. That why just doesn't matter. All that matters is that you have it and that you're willing to pay the price. That why is going to drive you. It's going to give you 
the motivation, the desire, the, the integrity, the commitment to go through the pain and to go th- through the fear to get to what you really want in life. I don't care what age you are. This happens to, to, to kids in grammar school. They have a why. They have a what is that thing they want. It'll happen to you in high school. It'll happen to college. It doesn't stop. It happens to you at 40, at 50, at 60. We all have it. And I hope that you find a way to light up that passion and that fire within you. Because avoiding discomfort, avoiding fear, you will never get to attain that proverbial gold. It just doesn't happen. There is no quick way. There is no great way. There is no better way. So get yourself ready. Put on that armor and go chase down your why. And one of the things that helps chase down your why is being prepared. Preparation. You've heard the term fail to prepare, prepare to fail. There is a lot of truth in that. It's not just a a quick quote, a quip, a saying, just because somebody thought it sounded kind of neat. It is 100% true. And one of the things you need to be prepared to do is take care of yourself. And that doesn't mean you have to coddle or baby yourself, but you have to be mentally ready Part of helping being mental, mentally ready is sleep. And there are some benefits, even though the first thing that usually sacrifices, at least for me, and I believe many others, is our sleep when we're stretching for time, right? So th- let me throw out some benefits of sleep because there are tremendous benefits of sleep, uh, especially as you move on in your years. Sleep is like medication uh, to our bodies more than we even know it. And I think we've all sacrificed it. Some, you know, righteously so. We sacrifice for our kids. We sacrifice for our loved ones and other things. But sleep benefit one is improved blood circulation. Uh, Sleep benefit two, uh, it helps you regulate your appetite. Three, it improves your memory. So you're not walking into that room and wondering why you're walking into the room. Yes, it has happened to me. I am guilty. It increases energy, which I don't think any of us would mind a little more energy. It prevents excessive weight gain. And trust me, I have been fighting that battle of the bulge for years. And if sleep helps, then I need to be getting more sleep. Uh, I never knew that sleep would help that end of it. It promotes healing, which I'm all for healing because... I've always been an aggressive athletic person. And if you are, and even if you're not, we're all going to come across those aches and pains and, and those hurts. So anything that promotes healing is awesome. And sleep is one of those things. It is a way to relieve yourself from stress. And let's face it, stress is beating us up every day, every way it can. And I know we're all sick of hearing about the pandemic. We want to move on. But the bottom line is the pandemic has beaten us up. Even though a lot of us feel we've come out of it happy, healthy, and wise, um, it's taken its toll on every one of us. Uh, The next benefit of sleep is it reduces inflammation. So 
if you are stressing with that bad knee, that bad, bad elbow, whatever that is, uh, it reduces inflammation. And the last one is mood regulation. And I will have to say, if you have been confined to more time in the house than usual, you probably have seen that it has affected your mood and or moods. And it does for all of us. I mean, there are medical terms for this period that we go through and the parts of our country where the weather beats us up and keeps us inside. It is just the way it is, but understanding it can make it better. Finding those things that take you out of this, this bad mood or this stress mood help. I had built a red light board that I sit in front of and exercise. And trust me, I feel way better uh, talking about red light therapy in one of my books. So whatever you can do to reduce that, getting out on the days that the sun's out, even though maybe the, the weather's not that great, get out. So these are some t- benefits to sleeping. I hope you enjoyed the Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. Quad Father, All Things Inspirational Show. If you're looking to sponsor a show and be on the radio, please contact me at, at bswift6262 at gmail.com. I would love to hear comments. I would love to uh, help you become a sponsor of this show. We all would like our friends, family, and possible uh, customers to be inspired. So that's what we do here every Wednesday, 1205. Thank you for listening. Have a great afternoon and God bless. Take care.